0: When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants changed their minds about them. They exclaimed, What have we done? Why, we have released Israel from our service. So Pharaoh made his chariots ready and mustered his soldiers, six class chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with warriors on them all. So obstinate had the Lord made Pharaoh that he pursued the children of Israel even while they were marching away in triumph. The Egyptians then pursued them. Pharaoh's whole army, his horses, chariots, and charioteers caught up with him as they lay encamped by the sea at Pi-Heroth in front of Baal-Zaphon. Pharaoh was already near when the children of Israel looked up and saw that the Egyptians were on the march in pursuit of them. In great fright, they cried out to the Lord, and they complained to Moses. Were there no burial places in Egypt that you had to bring us out here to die in the desert? Why did you do this to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when we said, Leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? Far better for us to be the slaves of the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses answered the people, Fear not, stand your ground, and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you, you have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, and you lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the children of Israel may pass through it on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, what if they took a vote on it? What if they had democracy? What if Moses and the people of Israel trapped between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's oncoming chariots? Well, what if they held a listening session? A town hall meeting of sorts? Complete with a youth conference to listen to the young people. And then took a vote on how they should proceed. Proceed. Moses could have asked, well, who wants to go back to Egypt and be slaves? Who wants to trade their freedom for some convenience and security? Surely the Israelites would have voted in a landslide to go back to Egypt. As they said, better to be slaves than to die out in the desert. That's the funny thing about democracy. The truth can get voted out of office. Of course, at that point, the Israelites weren't really looking at the long game. If they went back to Egypt, would things have gotten better with Pharaoh? What have we done? An obstinate Pharaoh had asked. He had just let his slave labor force flee. Do you think he would have ever make that same mistake again? No. If he got them back, he would have made sure that the Israelites would never be able to leave. The problem, of course, in this first big crisis of faith was that there really wasn't time to take a proper vote. Thousands of utterly terrified people were screaming at Moses to do something. Moses, trying to keep a cool head, turned to God, who delivered a pretty good line. What are you crying out to me for? Yes, I'm God. I made the desert. I made the Red Sea. And I made Pharaoh and those chariots. Have some faith, Moses. Pass that faith on to your people. It's interesting that Moses, working as God's mediator, was despised by the very people he was trying to save. If they had some democracy on the shore of the Red Sea, Moses would have been voted out of office for sure. Can you see how Moses is what we call a type, a prefigurement for the new Moses? Christ. On Good Friday, there was democracy. On Pontius Pilate's porch, the mob cried out, We have no king but Caesar. And so, there was a vote. Crucify him, crucify him. God had instructed Moses to lift up his wooden staff and stretch out his arms to split the sea in two. And the son, doing the will of his father, Lifted up his arms on the wood of the cross, and the temple veil was split in two. My friends, this mysterious drama is all played out at the holy sacrifice of Mass. We need to understand that God is the one who acts at Mass. It is His action, His fight that saves us. We don't gather together and vote on what we think best for our salvation. You see, there's no time for that. Sin and death are bearing down on us. Pharaoh, a figure of Satan, is coming to take us back to live as his slaves forever. He will never let us leave. But he is foiled on Calvary. And that process is played out at every sacrifice of mass, leaving a defeated yet still obstinate Satan asking himself, what have I done? My friends, God is the actor. Be still and quiet at Holy Mass and let him act for you. Fear not. Stand your ground and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still.